the third code diary podcast we unwrap our life's experiences our journeys and lessons learned along the way just as they are i'm your host wanjikumwara welcome so pain manifests quite differently in different individuals We have people who use their faces to communicate. In fact, a huge percent, if I'm not wrong, use their faces to communicate to those around them on what they're feeling or going through, um, especially at a particular time. Um, For example, there are those who will cringe their faces, you know, just make... um, not normal faces, if I may use that word for lack of a better one. Uh, there are those who will shut their eyes so tight. There are those who bite their lips and so on. Some stamp their feet. Uh, some make a certain noise or certain noises. Some let out a scream so sharp to express the intensity of their pain. There are those who fold fists too tight. And that's their thing. Uh, their way to say I'm in so much pain I, I almost just can't stand it and then through this way if there's somebody around paying attention whoever is in pain they are able to be accorded the help that they so much need you know to just get the relief from the experience that they're going through you know, just get some comfort um, some of this relief is long term some of it may be short lived but then the cycle goes on and 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 uh, lucky to them they've managed to express the pain they feel in their way in whatever way but their physical pain is known you know now this pain expressed in these ways is is most times physical like i've said it's it's you've you've done all that to express the physical discomfort um, in my case, for example, some years back when I was unwell, it would be so bad. Sometimes I'd, you know, gently bang my head on the wall that just repeatedly hit my head against the wall. Um, sometimes I'd pull my hair and it would be so bad, especially if I had maybe braids on, I'd pull my hair just to try and see um if this would settle in some even if in some small way the pain or the discomfort that uh, that i would feel but it never really did it never really worked uh but this is how i expressed at that point this is some of what i used to express um when when what i was feeling when words would nearly fail me and until i took something for it you know just to try and quell the pain it's the only time I would actually get the relief. Uh, this situation made me not fancy hair, you know, especially when I would be in pain and I'm, you know, pulling, putting my fingers through my hair, you know, my scalp trying to rub it so hard. I I got to a point I didn't fancy hair at all, to a point where I just I cut my hair short, um, and that's what worked for me, you know. It 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 it, it kind of gave me some quote unquote funny sense of comfort, and those around me, my person, they allowed me to have that because then they knew that 
what what you know when i would be in that situation what that meant for me you know because I, I, for me so much heat on my head would trigger a lot of things and and that was not it wasn't um a good friend to me and so anything that would remit that i gladly and wholesomely embraced it so if it meant no hair then no hair it was not story for another day i'm just trying to express physical pain and and how we pass the message across um this kind of physical pain which i had it could have effortlessly turned into emotional you know psychological pain for example you know large scale i could have easily moved from zero to a hundred so fast and it's not that i didn't have moments where you know you feel um some sort of imbalance but i held on now where physical pain is concerned we we do stuff we do a lot of things to communicate which is easy you know it's easy to communicate you scream and somebody will definitely know something is off you know that person is in pain you you fold your lips a certain way and somebody will know mm, there's some sort of pain that is if you're in that situation just the physical communication will will relay that information to those around you and and you will easily get um the help that that you need almost instantly now on the other hand there's emotional pain which is what i really want to talk on today um and this is non-physical pain and i found that that it can also be termed as uh psychological mental pain soul pain you know there are several definitions to this kind of pain at some point i think we've all gone through this sticky face you know just i like to call it imbalance it's emotional imbalance psychological imbalance of course imbalance with coupled with pain we've all gone through you know that face of our lives um so please dive in dive in with me as as we do some bit of learning on this topic also bearing in mind that these feelings of emotional psychological mental and even soul pain this have been the center stage in our society lately in individuals there are so many people out there and i say this a lot i think uh, the last couple of my podcasts i've talked about all the craziness going on in the society which have brought about a lot of imbalance mental imbalance um in individuals you know so i came i came across some simple definition um of this state when you're in this state and it's described as how much you hurt full stop it's just how much you hurt as a human being it's basically mental suffering and and mental torment sometimes this mental psychological and emotional and even soul distress is the result of the actions of others most times it's others it's what others say what others do um that bring about this kind of distress you know and in other cases it could be the result of underlying mental health conditions like depression or anxiety 
Now, I can tell you for a fact that these conditions can cause you near lifetime discomfort, you know. And if the right help is not given, I, I mean, you can... It's a lifetime, a long, long time of just torment, day in, day out. That's why I advocate for people to speak out, find somebody, speak to them. Talk about what is going on with you so that you're not a case of, you know, long-time, long-term mental distress. Because I believe that when this, these things are talked about and tackled, then... You know, we, we, we get to a point, you get back on track and you're able to live your life normal. You know, I have personally suffered anxiety to a point of, you know, just having it disrupt my sleep patterns, my eating habits, my reasoning, or let me say my thinking capacity. You know, it doesn't, it's not, you know, sharp, like, you know, it becomes a bit off, my breathing and my bowel movements just change you know you have tummy churning all the time it's crazy it's really bad being in such a situation where you just keep taking deep breaths in and out in and and somebody who doesn't understand what you're going through they'll really look at you like are you okay upstairs it straight away just goes to are things okay upstairs you know because especially with anxiety which i can confidently talk about is you just keep you feel like you just need to keep taking deep breaths you're not at ease you're just you're having a lot going on at the same time it's crazy and only people who understand your journey they can truly be of help to you sometimes you can't you can't put a finger on to what is really bothering you but the fact is you're unsettled throughout a lot of times you're just unsettled and to some you actually become quite a bother especially to those who do not understand what these things really are do not understand that this is you know it's just you just you know a little disturbed if i may say that um that's anxiety on 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 my part something i can talk a little about now I later learned with great interest that certain events or occurrences that people, um, that happen to people and to different people drive them into doing all sorts of things, you know, things you would not normally do or you would not normally think of, um, just to try and alleviate whatever it is they're going through. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm really stressing on the point of finding someone to talk to, you know, just find someone you trust and talk to. Sometimes I believe talking really helps and not just to anybody, not just to anybody, somebody who will give you positive feedback. Now for this category of people, they do not you know, cringe their faces. They don't, um, you know, do funny mouth uh, things, you know, like, like the way somebody expressing physical pain would. They might let out um, a scream, yes, 
but this would definitely be a different kind of scream. Um, what I have seen is anyone suffering this kind of mental emotional distress, they tend to keep away. Now they start, they go into some some sort of cocoon you know where you just want to it's just you it becomes your world you don't want to let anybody else in um they they keep away from people they withdraw they talk less they socialize less um or not at all you know this seems so sad you know some deep level of sadness sometimes um Sometimes they even have the feelings of rage, unexplainable rage. They're panicky most of the times, you know. They suffer intense distress. Um, they, 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 they suffer shame too. And even incur feelings of worthlessness. And so when these things start happening in an individual, they start, the fear actually, definitely fear creeps in. Such that you find that this person will not want to speak out because they already feel worthless you know they already feel like um whatever they they have to say is really not worth saying it or um i mean is it really even worth listening to you know and and i think that at this stage it's sometimes hard to tell um, that so-and-so is not in a good place, especially if they're not the talkative type. And if they like to keep to themselves, you will not know when they're sad, you'll not know when they're okay, happy, because they don't talk much. You don't know how they express themselves. So it becomes hard. It becomes hard to tell when things are taking a dip. So, um... Some of these people, I learned, they express distress in in somewhat dangerous kind of ways. Some are some would think that the way they express what they're going through is is in a careless kind of way. Um, and and I think what happens in this case is all they're trying to do is is get it out there whatever is going on in their mind is just trying to get it out there in their not normal ways of, of screaming for help so that's why i say it, it's important to have a keen eye just have a keen eye around your loved ones you'll be able to pick up certain patterns i also learned that in these stages of of mental emotional psychological and soul stress or distress there are certain responses i found out that there is there are the the flight um the fight and the freeze responses and all these have to be taken care of to avoid any long-term consequences in different individuals when in this space, there are those who get into the flight response immediately, you know, just run away, don't deal with whatever it is uh, that is going on, you know, and superficially allow yourself to think you're all good, everything is good, you know, because you've tucked whatever it is away. You don't want to be in that space i always insist on just be in that situation sit in that space feel it but there are those who actually get into that flight response mode 
where you'll not even allow yourself to think you 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 you, you, you know you, you will not even allow yourself the chance to settle your mind to quiet your mind you know so that you can face the elephant in the room and and start your journey of healing if i may say so and then there's the feeling of being immobilized you know you feel so stuck you don't know where back is you don't know where front is you don't know where it starts where it ends you don't seem to see um the end of whatever it is that is bothering you and this is the freeze response mode then we have the the fight response a good example of this for example is when you have unexplained or unexpressed anger we all know that anger is is a basic human response and it produces adrenaline which in turn produces muscle tension you know and and, and it speeds up your breathing you breathe so fast you know you wait off anyone and everyone you're basically in the fight mode you become if i may let me see what word you become very i don't know correct me if i'm wrong but for lack of a better word you become so protective of yourself regardless of what is going on you know because you you just fighting off anybody anyone around you you will not even stop to know when the right help is coming and that's a tough place to be in um I've had very very close people in my life expressing those emotional um turbulences in different ways and what I can say is that it's important to have a very watchful eye like I said before be keen to people's needs and behavioral patterns be kind you know it doesn't cost you anything to be kind and especially in the times we are living in now there are very very many fragile people out there you know there are very very many people suffering in silence let's all try to be keen to watch out when something is changing when when a certain person in your life seems to be heading towards a certain direction that you're not used to that is not a normal um direction and emitting different behavioral patterns because then this we will be able to pick up so fast when things are going south and try to help try to work on it you're able to hear those silent screams of those around you you know when they're desperately screaming and needing help uh, this in turn helps us avoid certain situations like self-harming you know cutting your body which i have seen happen to people i love dearly and this can help also curb depression in its earliest stages i believe and eventually help you know save somebody's life life is precious you know and it is to be treasured it's a lesson we all learn along the way and remember that again kindness costs nothing you could be so hard on somebody who is going through such a rough patch and and it becomes like the only thing that was waiting you know to nudge them over the cliff so please let's be kind to one another it never costs anything 
and i know i will want to talk more about this because it's close to my heart like i said i've had very close people in my life people i love dearly um going through some of these crazy things but i thank god because they have managed to um get out of it and and that's why i'm saying i'd like to talk more on this so we get to understand um what patterns you know how it all started we get to understand what was driving them the thought process we get to understand what it is they feel and think at that stage and i and i and i believe god willing that this shall happen in the coming week so stay tuned guys and and let's still take this journey together and as usual i will leave you with a quote i love to read out loud to myself i came across this and and i really loved it and it's it's a beautiful quote and it goes something like if today gets difficult remember the smell of coffee the way sunlight bounces off a window the sound of your favorite person's laugh the feeling when a song you love comes on the color of the sky at the, at dusk and that we are here to take care of each other that's by nania hoffman stay coded guys thank you for making time to check in and having a listen kindly subscribe like and follow third code diary on all our social media handles with the name third code diary on facebook instagram and twitter also please send me an email on the third code diary at gmail.com and bring in your contribution your suggestions stories you'd like us to talk about and even ask questions too until next time stay coded